Hey everybody, welcome to Flight Plans, the SAE Aero Design Podcast. I'm Mike Sorg, the uh, podcast and video producer here with the SAE CDS series, and we're here with another episode, and we are gearing up. It's just days away at this point from Aero Design West out there in Van Nuys, California, and we're looking forward to it. And want to get you guys the final details before you make the trip out. Maybe you're listening in the car or the plane on the way right now. Anyways, we have with us today, uh, first of all, Sam Barella is with us, the University Programs Manager with SAE. How are you doing today, Sam? Doing good. Thank you. Welcome, guys. And thank Mike for doing this and Ryan for doing this. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to get out there. And also with us, of course, uh, the man behind the action out there in the West, uh, Competition Director of SAE Aero Design West, Ryan Reynolds, joining us once again. Welcome back, Ryan. Hello. Hello. Can't wait to get started next week, and uh, it's coming right up. We're expecting to have some great weather, and uh, lots of the final preparation is underway, and we're excited to get started again for a great event in California. Excellent. Looking forward to it. It was my first out there with you guys last uh, year, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how things go this year as well. Uh, so first of all, for those uh, that, that, that don't know, uh, Ryan, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background here? So I was an air design uh, competitor. Um, once upon a time, uh, this is obviously a long-running series, uh, and it's been fun to see uh, people get the experience of competing in the event, and then uh, making their way into industry or academia or various places, and then uh, having a chance to reconnect with people who maybe you competed against. Uh, you know, and that was the case for me. Um, and uh, now I'm a, a manager uh, at the Skunk Works for Lockheed Martin in Palmdale, California, and. Uh, my background is aerodynamics, so I'm always interested in the designs that the teams come up with from that perspective. Uh, and I've been uh, involved in the competition uh, on the organizing and volunteering side since about 2006, and I've been organizing the uh, SE Air Design West event since uh, around 2015 or 16. Excellent. So uh, what's new this year that we can expect? Every uh, three years, we update the rule set for one of the classes, and this year that rule change was for the advanced class. Uh, so there's definitely some new uh, challenges for the advanced class teams to uh, tackle this year, and uh, uh, looking forward to seeing uh, in the first set of a new, uh, the first year of a new set of rules. Uh, the the design space is often very wide open, and we see a lot of different approaches to those challenges and requirements. And uh, so that's going to be a fun thing to for everyone in all the classes to come and, and witness uh, and see some success there, we hope. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, um, and uh, we'll talk about a little bit more of what's new uh, too, but uh, it, you were there in Fort Worth as well. And you got to see a little bit of that first round of the advanced class. Um, you know, after seeing that, what are you most looking forward to and everything else with the event, uh, uh, seeing uh, everything for the second event of the year? Yeah, we had the chance to to see the first attempts uh, at the East event in Texas. It was a very good event, uh, and there were some teams who were successful in tackling those challenges and, and getting um, drops uh, into the drop circle and the various types of payloads that are uh, part of the uh, rule set for advanced class. And what was particularly satisfying to see was those teams that were successful in their autonomous gliders, their CDAs, as we call them, uh, and to see those released well away from the drop area and then glide down uh, autonomously to the target area. That was really fun to see. Um, and we're hoping for more success like that at our event. 
um, and see uh, which teams are able to be successful dropping the various payloads. One of the other um, changes this year is we have uh, a brand new SCE Air Design app. Uh, Sam, do you want to comment on that? Yeah, we've uh, we've had that for uh, a couple of the other CDS events, and it's new this year for the SAE Aero Design uh, Competition. The app is basically taking place uh, of is taking the place of the program guide. Uh, there's no more printed piece, but if you go to Google Play for uh, uh, or or Apple App Store, you will be able to download the SAE Aero Design app. This is a, a an important tool that we are using for all our events now, and this will be the main information uh, for us to send you for, as an example, if we're going to do another round or if there's uh, weather coming in or to be aware that registration is going to close or that, you know what, tech inspection doesn't have any teams if you're ready to go in tech inspection or uh, something like our award program, what time it's going to start. All of this information, including some of the safety and emergency features, are part of the app. And we certainly would want uh, as many team members with cell phones as possible to log in, uh, get that app, and download it. It was really interesting to see um, that app being used in East, uh, definitely in in. Uh, a different way than I've seen at the other uh, uh, CDS events, Sam. Uh, there was seemed to be a lot more information because of the round information and changes throughout the weekend uh, as well. Yeah, it. it uh, I think this is going to become uh, more and more uh, of an important tool for all of these events, especially SAE Aero Design. It's um, the, the the area we have at Aero Design, especially on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it, this is very very useful, and we hope that everybody go goes ahead and downloads that app. I know that uh, uh, Ryan will mention that again on Friday night during the evening mandatory team meeting uh, and information communication uh, event we're having but uh, if you if you have it download it now i mean if you don't have it download it now if you have it uh and, and you haven't gone to it uh, sarah has in, uh, put in and it included a lot of information that you'll need prior to when you get there we please use it I know even as we're recording this, I was getting uh, urgent notifications of uh, deadlines and things uh, today, uh, this Friday before the event. So it's definitely something that is very useful leading up to it. And hopefully people have their phones leading, you know, next year's event or during the event here. Uh, it's, there's a lot going into it and a lot of, lot of communication happening there. And of course, this podcast. So, uh, you know, you'll know when new episodes are out as well. Uh, so, of course, uh, before we get out of the field, guys, uh, you know, we, we go to the great uh, Airtel out there in Van Nuys on Friday. Uh, tell us, tell the people that may be new to this or any changes, you know, what, what to expect when they get there. Good opportunity on this podcast to uh, give a quick brief and uh, set expectations for Friday. Uh, as Sam alluded to, we'll have a chance Friday night at the Airtel Plaza Hotel in Van Nuys to have a welcome ceremony and go over very important information pertaining to Saturday and Sunday. But of course, we won't have a chance to do that uh, before teams start showing up and registering Friday morning. There'll be registration available um, outside of the ballroom area as you come in the main entrance head left. You'll see you'll see us there. Uh, so teams can come in and register and, and gather their information uh, and materials there. Uh, the oral presentations are also that direction, and those are all scheduled and posted. Uh, all the teams need to do their very best to attend their scheduled oral presentation time slot. 
Uh, we work very carefully to schedule those such that all the teams can have a chance to present their work and also complete the technical inspection, which is the other part of the Friday activity, which is also happening in that area of the hotel and the ballroom. And there's a bunch of volunteers associated with all those activities, and all of that has been scheduled so that there should be no conflicts for teams to be able to present their oral presentation and also complete their technical inspection. All that event is happening concurrently on Friday. And Teams must complete an oral presentation to be allowed to continue on in the competition. And likewise, they're not able to fly on Saturday uh, or Sunday until they have um, passed the technical inspection. And uh, that's uh, similar to the way we've always done it. And in fact, we've used this venue for a number of years. Um, so they're expecting us and they do a good job of hosting. We have a number of volunteers that are very familiar with the competition and eager to get a chance to interact with the students. Uh, and see the airplanes, of course. Excellent. Anything to add about registration there, Sam? Yeah, um, you'll definitely, if you haven't, you need to do this right away. You want to print your fast track roster off. You want to go to sae.org. Uh, this entitles you, if you've done that, you will be given uh, the giveaways, the lunch tickets, and wristbands. If you haven't done that and you have to handwrite them in there, unfortunately, you'll have to come back later to see if we have enough uh, of those available. This is the only way that we are able to give Brian and the hotel uh, an accurate count of how many team members we have. So please go to the Fast Track roster at SAE.org and get your uh, print and print out your Fast Track roster. Is there any more to be said about the, you know, where people can work on things uh, during this, you know, being this, in this hotel setting? We're guests at the hotel. and We need to remember that because we, we want to come back and use this space again. Um, and part of that uh, relationship involves uh, respecting the property of the hotel and, and the other guests that are staying there. Uh, we do invade with all of all of our activity, but we want to be um, cognizant of the fact that uh, we're guests there and um, they don't have to let us come back. So we, we want to take advantage of the space and make sure that we're com- completing the activities associated with the competition um, in a fair and orderly way. But we also want to be cognizant of, of those other um elements. And so uh, this year, we're going to be a little bit more uh, careful about congregating in the hallways and in the lobby area. And we haven't always done that in the past, and that's created uh, a zoo-like atmosphere uh, with people working on planes in the hallways and in in the lobby areas. And we're, we're really trying to avoid that this year. Teams are welcome to work on their aircraft at the flying field, which is just a few blocks away or just outside the hotel. There's a, a lot of space in and around the parking lot area that teams have found. Um, we expect to have um, good weather uh, in Southern California to be able to accommodate that. Uh, teams could also um, practice their presentations in their ho- hotel rooms or other places um, besides the hallway and lobby. The hotel is making available some additional space uh, on Friday uh, in the executive boardroom on the fifth floor, the coach's corner on the fourth floor, and the leader room on the third floor, and that information will be available. So if teams are looking for a place to retreat to, to practice their presentations, or do some aircraft prep, there are some spaces available on some of the other floors of the building, uh, and that will take those those people away from that high traffic area. And, and I'm appreciative of the hotel offering those additional spaces. 
uh, for us to use um, and for teams to use. We would say that uh, we would, I'm not sure since this is the first time we've done that this year, how many teams are going to take pick up that opportunity. So we, we would encourage teams to plan to use that space um, efficiently and not camp out there all day and prohibit other teams from using using it as well. And of course, uh, part of being a guest at a hotel is if you damage parts of the hotel, um, then you know, teams will be liable for that. And we obviously don't want that to happen. We want everybody to be safe um, and respect the areas, but every once in a while something happens or there's an accident and just be be careful when you can. Absolutely. And of course, uh, that first day, there is the mandatory event briefing. Um, is this really a, a mandatory for all the team members? Uh, you know, what is the importance of this that, that everybody really needs to be there? Um, this, this is Sam. I certainly can touch uh, and comment on that as, as well if Ryan wants to add something after I'm done. This meeting is, is a meeting that will give you all the information you need for Saturday and Sunday. I don't know how many times uh, during the Saturday rounds and Sunday rounds I've had teams come up and ask me questions that were specifically uh, mentioned and explained uh, right on the screen. It, we point to where the way station is, as an example. Uh, we point to where the cafeteria or where the food and where the water was, where first aid is, uh, those type of, of just minion type of, of things, but it's also an opportunity for the rules committee, for the organizers, Ryan and his group, to give you instructions that are specific to the site. Um, this is an important meeting. I can't stress that enough that if you've got a team and unless you've got just way too much to do, you need to have your members attend this meeting. There is also uh, I believe Ryan will be having uh, door prizes, but one of the more important things that we've done, uh, Sarah and I and SAE Aero Design Team, we are giving away a pre-registration ticket to two teams uh, with all of the questions and with all of the demand we have for this event. Everyone knows this event sells out in a mere minutes. So uh, in order to not only entice this, this, act, this activity to be there, we are also giving away, um, not free, but the two teams we choose based on them being there, of course, they will have the opportunity a week before the event to pre-register, pay for their registration. That takes away all the pressure for them to try and make it on uh, the actual day of registration. So this is a uh, another incentive along with Ryan's prizes, along with that general information that you absolutely have to have to be successful on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yes, it, it is absolutely necessary for teams to attend this meeting. I really agree with the way Sam characterized that. We often have teams come to us with questions that we've already answered. We've answered them at the Friday night welcome ceremony. We've answered them at the Saturday morning pilots briefing. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to get all the information you need to be successful, understand what the expectations are, and not get into trouble later uh, because you just weren't aware and you weren't paying attention. It doesn't really uh, make sense to us that people wouldn't be taking advantage of that opportunity. And then to incentivize you, not only do we have uh, Sam's uh, great opportunity to, to get in line first for registering for next year if, you, if you're selected from one of those two spots, also have some door prizes available 
And we also provide pizza to everybody. Uh, we don't have guest speakers. We try to get through the information quickly um, and effectively communicate exactly what you need to know. Friday night, um, feed you some pizza and send you on your way to get ready and prepped for, for the next early morning start. One more thing that I wanted to add about the Friday activity uh, centered around the technical inspection piece. All of your technical inspection slots were scheduled. Um, in addition to the technical inspection of your aircraft, uh, some of the classes also have a demonstration to uh, opportunity to take advantage of. That is unscheduled, but it should be also completed in the technical inspection area on Friday. If you want, if you're micro class and you want to do your um, assembly demonstration, uh, you can achieve that in the technical inspection area on Friday. And there's a table set up for that. You'll see the signs. And if you're a regular class and you want to do your passenger loading and unloading demonstration, and also get those points on Friday. Um, in and around the technical inspection activity. I recommend that you bring your airplane in and get it technical inspected and then go ahead and do the demonstration right there while you have it all there. And that would eliminate coming in and out of the confined spaces with your precious aircraft um, if you can help it. Advanced class also has to show their proof of flight video and that is accomplished as part of the technical inspection in the ballroom on Friday. So those are important activities, those demonstrations uh, and it's up to you as a team to make sure that you accomplish that during the day on Friday. Excellent. And, of course, uh, moving into Saturday and Sunday out there at the field, uh, what can they expect when they get there? We've used this venue now for a number of years. It's a fantastic venue in Southern California. Uh, we've been doing a lot of prep to get the field ready again. Uh, we've had a tremendous amount of rain this spring in Southern California, more than usual. Uh, so in addition to the super bloom of poppies, and other uh, wildflowers in the area. Uh, we also have a lot of other growth, uh, so everything's nice and green and uh, beautiful. The Valley Flyers is the host flying club. They'll be providing a number of volunteers in addition to the local aerospace industry. Um, I think they'll also have the chance to provide uh, some demonstration flights uh, when we finish on Sunday between the, the end of the flight rounds and the beginning of the uh, awards presentation. So that'll be something fun to look forward to. We're just making some progress on that recently. We'll uh, execute the flight round starting at 8 o'clock each day. Uh, micro class goes first and then regular class and then advanced. Um, slightly different than the way it was done at East this year, but consistent with the way we've run the event in the past. So micro and then regular and then advanced. We'll be uh, an announcer making calls to let everybody know uh, where and when to be. One of the things that we really uh, try to accomplish uh, in the flight rounds on Saturday and Sunday is to give teams as many flight attempts as possible. And, and we'll be briefing that at the welcome ceremony Friday night, but also want to encourage everybody to help us run the event as efficiently as we can so that everybody has uh, a chance to fly as much as we can. That's really the intent is to give you the experience of competing in the flight portion of the competition and and we're going to be really working to expedite and keep people moving and included in that is uh, cutoffs for lining up uh, we'll give you five minutes warning and and those kinds of uh, announcements uh, to try and keep keep the, the lines moving keep people moving uh, through the competition there are some restrictions associated with spectators um, in order to be in the 
flight area, especially out of the runway or even in the pits, you have to have a wristband. Uh, you collect that when you register as a student or as a volunteer. If you have spectators coming along with you, um, there is space for them to watch um, behind a chain link fence. And there are some bleachers there and some other spaces that they can um, watch a little bit further away. And that's for safety reasons and intentional. And we will have people um, checking for wristbands at the gates and making sure that only um, people that are supposed to be in, in those um, high-risk areas are there. And of course, what is the lunch situation over the weekend? We will be providing uh, water, uh, bottled water to all the students for free uh, and uh, intend to have some sunscreen there, although I encourage teams to bring their own water and sunscreen as well. We're providing pizza on the Friday night at the welcome ceremony. And then also on Saturday, um, everyone that's a student or volunteer will be getting uh, lunch tickets for Panera um, lunches. Uh, so those will be available on Saturday. On Sunday, we will have a Habit Burger truck available, although there won't be free lunches on Sunday. So we will have a food truck there. Uh, I'm excited about it. I really love Habit Burger. And uh, team, teams will be able to um, buy uh, lunches right there at the field from the, from the food truck on Sunday. Uh, teams are also welcome to bring their own food and drink of course, but there will be um, lunch provided on Saturday and lunch options uh, for purchase on Sunday. From what I recall, last year, uh, the, the food truck selection was uh, was pretty great. Uh, so looking forward to that and catching some California food truck action. Yeah, there's, there's a culture around that. Um, we're just having the food trucks on Sunday this year. One of the lessons learned from last year was that uh, some of the trucks that we had on Saturday were a little bit slow. Uh, we take your feedback uh, seriously. After the event, please um, provide your um, feedback about what things worked well and what didn't uh, or could be improved. And we, we react to that and try to make the event better every year. And we're reacting to feedback from last year to try to make uh, 2019 the best it can be. Excellent. And, of course, uh, a lot of the teams will be spending a lot of time in the pits. Uh, what are those going to look like for them this year, and how should they be planning for them? If you have attended the event in previous years, it'll be a very similar feel. We'll have two large uh, tents set up uh, providing shade and or cover from the elements. Underneath those large tents are tables and chairs. We're allocating you know, one table and some amount of chairs for each team. But in addition to those large tent spaces, uh, the flying field also has some other uh, table space available um, in di different parts of the flying field area. And a lot of teams... Um, I guess I should say some teams go and take advantage of those other spaces as their work areas. Um, we are encouraging all the advanced class teams to um, co-locate in one of the tents. Uh, that's really intended to be a self-policing activity when we're dealing with uh, frequencies and we're getting into the advanced class flying and really trying to mitigate any potential frequency interference issues. And if teams are working together to um, to help us with that, that's really appreciated, and we encourage advanced class teams to to hang out together um, and show some of that team spirit that we often see at these events. There will be uh, space available um, in an adjacent area for 
charging of batteries. Uh, and uh, That's separate from the uh, table tented space, uh, whether it be electrical hookups. And if anybody has plans to bring power tools and needs uh, uh, power to do that, that will be available, but not in the, in the primary um, pit space. There will be, as I said, table space available for teams. And generally, we find that uh, the combination of those two large tents and the other spaces that are available that are part of the flying field location are sufficient for teams to, to feel like they have a space to um, prepare for the flight competition and make repairs as necessary. Speaking of the flights themselves, uh, some teams may need a pilot to participate. Uh, what should they do if they need to uh, acquire one? We do have uh, volunteer pilots from the local flying club, the Valley Flyers. Um, a lot of teams have already reached out to them. Uh, they're, in a lot of cases, absolutely expert pilots. Uh, some teams bring their own pilots, and that's okay. Uh, but if you, um, if you need a pilot, uh, we have a pilot coordinator, Greg Fullington. Um, his email address is greggdeb at gmail.com. Um, you can post on the um, SAE Air Design site and get that information as well. Um, or you can just show up to the field if you need to, and a pilot will be allocated to you. Our pilots will be wearing blue hats that say SAE Air Design, at least the ones that are volunteering to help you. <laughs> and um, that's definitely an, an opportunity to take advantage of if you uh, would like to work with an experienced pilot from the local area that's familiar with the flying field. They won't be familiar with your plane, but hopefully you designed it in a way that's accommodative to a new pilot. Speaking of the flying, are the, are the students able to fly before or after the event at the field? Are there any restrictions around what they can do? We often have teams that, that come and fly ahead of time at the field. Uh, the field is open for flying uh, in the days leading up. Uh, to the competition. Once we get to Friday, um, SAE takes over the field and only participants are allowed to fly, but you would be allowed to fly on Friday if you're not at the Airtel Plaza Hotel accomplishing the other parts of the competition. Once we get to Saturday and Sunday and we're into the, the actual flight competition, then flying is restricted to um, the competition. And once we finish on Sunday, uh, at some point, the, fly, the flying field will be released back to um, the public and to the Valley Flyers, um, but that's usually well after the event is over. So there, there would be opportunities to come and fly early um, and, and even um, get some practice flights in on, on the Friday, um, and there are some teams that will be doing that. And I believe on the, the Sunday, uh, you, you do have an announcement when that does revert. That's correct, yeah. I know I saw a lot of parents and supporters out there uh, at Aero Design East this year. Uh, what is the spectator situation for you guys out west? There, there will be uh, nobody without a wristband allowed inside the flying area. As Ryan mentioned a little bit ago, there is uh, ample opportunity for bleachers and for sight lines, for spectators, for spouses, for anybody who wants to watch the competition to do it from those areas. So uh, just for safety, for insurance sake, we ask that nobody without a wristband uh, 
be allowed inside the flying area. And it, as Ryan said, it should be fairly well marked and there will be uh, security there making sure that 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 is abided by. We do also have often uh, spectators just from the area that come out and watch because we're in a, an urban environment in greater Los Angeles. There's definitely interest. Uh, some people will have expected to come and fly their airplanes at the field and will be pleased to find out there's a competition they can come and watch instead. And other people will see the airplanes flying from, from the adjacent park areas and will we'll come over uh, with the curiosity of, of seeing your creations. So we do definitely get spectators uh, coming that, that even aren't necessarily affiliated with the event. And that's kind of fun to see. Sometimes we get news media. Yeah, one thing one thing to keep in mind as well, uh, you know, for safety's sake, please, if, if especially team members and anybody you know that will be attending there, uh, even though Ryan indicated the weather may be nice and sunny, uh, we please would advise you not to wear open-toed shoes. It's actually a SAE rule that no team members uh, are allowed with open-toed shoes. And as always, this is a non-tobacco, non-smoking uh, event. And also, I would advise that, you know, pets are are not welcome. Um, excellent. You mentioned the weather again. Of course, California seems to treat us pretty nice when we're out there last year. It can. And we, we look forward to that and appreciate when we get that good weather. But it doesn't always happen that way. And we've had years that it has been either very cold in the morning or uh, rainy. And we'll be monitoring that and reacting and adjusting. There is a, a chance for rain right now forecast for Friday morning while we're mostly at the hotel, but the Saturday and Sunday forecast right now looks great, uh, particularly on Sunday, very hot and sunny. Um, so again, uh, plan for all the types of weather, and then we'll be hopeful for great weather, which we usually get. And this is where that app would come in handy. We we will be uh, you know announcing if Ryan comes to me and says, hey, we've got we've got some storms coming up here. We definitely want to make sure you get that notice. Uh, I'm not going to run around to every team member, all seven plus hundred of you. Uh, please use that app. It will be invaluable when it comes time for communication and letting you know about the weather specifically, but about anything else going on with the competition. And as somebody who has uh, been out there for uh, now several California events, pack that sunscreen, guys. Don't don't, don't skimp on the sunscreen. Trust me. All right. And of course, uh, it's not very far from the hotel or anything, but uh, will there be any transportation uh, for students um, uh, for the flying field each day? So we are not providing uh, scheduled transportation to and from the hotel uh, to the flying field. Uh, it isn't very far, but it would be uh, up to the individual teams to arrange that transportation. There will be a number of uh, volunteers and and. Uh, student teams making that trip, but I would encourage teams to arrange their own taxis or Ubers or Lyfts or other arrangements to get to and from the field if they need to do that. There is uh, restrictions on the flying field being open uh, early in the morning and late at night, so take those things into account when you're making those arrangements. Uh, Will there be any uh, sponsors on site for uh, the students to interact with? There certainly will be. Lockheed Martin, one of the main sponsors and organizers of this competition, will be there. Northrop Grumman and Siemens will also be there. But yes, and please bring your resumes. Uh, they will be taking resumes. I know that for a fact. In addition to uh, being involved in the organization of this event, uh, my day job is to work for Lockheed Martin, and I'm a hiring manager there, and I'm definitely interested in 
um, students who are looking for uh, a job in the U.S. Uh, aerospace industry will be having a chance in and around the competition to have some of those uh, connections be made and, and to chat about those opportunities uh, with Lockheed Martin. And, and as Sam indicated, some of the other sponsors will also be there, particularly on the Friday, to um, interact with you at, at the hotel, um, talk about opportunities at those um, at those companies. So it's a great opportunity to, to network there and to make connections. And certainly from Lockheed's point of view, as one of the main contributors of sponsorship money and volunteers, we definitely are looking to hire people, and we traditionally do hire a number of people from these competitions. Excellent. Ryan, is there anything else that you want to tell teams in, pre- in preparation for uh, West this year? And just talking about this again is getting me excited about the event. I uh, look forward to seeing everybody and hope everybody is successful in their final preparations. Appreciate uh, that teams putting in a tremendous amount of effort leading right up to this um, and we, we understand that and are hopeful that uh, you'll get across the line and get everything ready and, and have a successful competition. Uh, tremendous amount of volunteers are, are working behind the scenes to make this successful, so I encourage you to be thankful when you interact with them and take advantage of, of their expertise and their knowledge and guidance. Um, and um, you're absolutely welcome to come and talk to me uh, or to Sam if you uh, have questions or concerns or comments. And, and I can certainly uh, echo those comments. Ryan, thank you. Thank Lockheed Martin. Mike, I, I appreciate Mike Sorg and his uh, ability to, to get this going for us. We're looking forward to a great competition and uh, take care. Excellent. And of course, a reminder that next year uh, will be an off year for Van Nuys. Uh, the competitions will be in uh, Florida and Texas for uh, 2020. Uh, so, uh, then they'll be returning, of course, in, uh, Aero Design West to California in 2021. Uh, Ryan, are you looking forward to, to taking a year off of rest after two in a row here? I don't know. I, I think I'm going to miss it. I really enjoy being involved. Hopefully I'll get a chance to participate in some way in the events next year at the other sites. Uh, they, they're run very well at those other sites as well. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if anybody in 2021 was able to attend in 2019. From a student point of view, it, it, it seems to be a, a tradition at Arrow uh, Design that I, I see a, a cluster of uh, you uh, three or main organizers uh, uh, collected at some point over the weekend there, uh, and you guys all seem to have a good time at each other's events uh, that I've seen over the last two years. So really appreciate uh, this event. It's a great thing to watch. It's a great thing for me to film, and uh, it's a great uh, event for you guys, uh, your students participating there as well. Uh, again, please go check out everything. Make sure you download that app, and uh, there are some great podcasts uh, with the Aero Design uh, with here on Flight Plans. Uh, if you want to catch up with information and make sure you've got all those details going into this event uh, as well. And the highlights from uh, Aero Design East will be uh, up shortly as well. So keep an eye out for the YouTube for that too. So thank you so much, Ryan, for joining us and uh, Sam as well. I uh, hope you guys uh, look forward to see you guys out west. Thanks for listening to Flight Plans, the SAE Aero Design Podcast. As always, we want to hear from you, so email aerodesign at sae.org. The show notes for this episode and all others can be found at aerodesign.fireside.fm. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next episode.